Hello and welcome to my B2B podcast. I'm your host, Troy Hooper, and I own and operate a farmer's insurance agency here in Caldwell, Idaho. I created this podcast to spotlight business owners and leaders to share their story and tell us about their business, the who, the what, the when, the why, and the how of it all. And if you're listening and are a business leader, my hope is that you will gain some great nuggets of knowledge from our guest that will help grow your business to the next level. And so with that, let's get into the interview. Hello, everyone, and welcome to B2B Growth. My name is Troy Hooper, and I am here today with Julie Crosby from the Cascade Chamber. And I'm going to get us started off by just saying, Julie, tell us about yourself. What don't we know about Julie? And anything you can share with us on that? Um, well, the military brought me out west in the early 80s. I'm originally from northeastern Ohio, avid Cleveland Browns fan. And when it's we... in Cleveland, is it? Yeah, I grew up 45 miles east of Cleveland. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, military brought me out west. I did my uh, military service in the Navy in the Pacific Fleet. And then when it was time to get out of the Navy, we came to Boise to raise the kids. My husband had grown up in Boise in the 70s. My husband and I retired up here about six years ago. So... We came to the Treasure Valley in 96, and we used to play up here. Um, this is where we came to play. We, we came to Warm Lake and North Shore for, for quite a few years before we realized Cascade had a lake. And then when, when we realized Cascade had a lake, it opened up a whole new world. Oh, so, yeah. I imagine it did. Yeah. So we've just, we, we love it up here. We, have ev- we love everything that this area has to offer. So you got up to Cascade, and then what What did you end up doing? Well, um, we uh, built our house. We had a builder build our house. So for that transition period, we lived in our camper trailer for nine months. Oh. And um, that was uh, the winter of Snowmageddon. And yes. it, it was it, but it was delightful. I mean, I wouldn't have traded it for the world. And then... Um, we got familiarized with the community. In 2017, I ran for mayor. I was elected mayor. Um, after a year, I uh, resigned my position. And then in May timeframe of 2019, the uh, chamber approached me and asked me if I would help them. So that's how I got into the world of the chamber. So now that you're in the world of the chamber, uh, what what are some of the things that have been a challenge, I guess, for you coming into it? Because I mean, was everything completely organized when you walked in or, or did you have to get things all situated? How'd you get the businesses to, to get a rally around it? Well, um, the chamber for many, many years, the chamber has been active in Cascade for ever. However, they never had an office a physical, tangible office. And in February of 2019, the bank had a space that came available and the bank agreed to um, open up the space for the chamber to use. So that's when the chamber folks contacted me and asked me if I would pull the office together. So um, I got all of the materials and the equipment and you know, just everything. That, that was my role. That was my initial role was getting a, an actual office up and running. 
So the chamber has been around for how long? Oh, our by our bylaws are from the early '80s. Um, our official bylaws uh, uh, were enacted, and it's it's a volunteer based um, organization. So all of the positions uh, are volunteer. All of the uh, the chamber board and any of the activities that we do, everything is volunteer based. Right. And so that can create some challenges sometimes trying to get people always to be involved, I would guess. Well, you know, and that's, that's probably one of the um, most recent current challenges is when COVID happened, uh, it inspired some of the business owners that had been in business for many years. Yeah. The, and I, I'll refer to them as the the last generation of business owners, okay? And so on Main Street, we've had quite a bit of a turnover of business owners um, and the old guard is on its way out and we're looking for the new guard to kind of step in. Sure. To, especially to some of the leadership roles um, and let the new business owners kind of uh, step in, step up, and uh, promote some of what the chamber has to offer. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of uh, chambers, I imagine, see those kinds of things, too, when either clicks or something like that coming around. But then the new guard comes around, and, and it's a refreshing type thing. So talk about being a business owner in Cascade. How does the chamber help them? What, what are some things that the chamber can do for them? How can they get involved with the chamber? That kind of stuff. Uh, the biggest thing that the chamber currently, because again, it's a volunteer based agency. So it's, it, it's not, we can't compare ourselves to the chamber of commerce and visitor bureau down in the treasure Valley. Right. You know, that's a whole different animal. And so since our office has been open and since they, I work in the office nine hours a week. And when I, when I helped them establish the office, one of the things that I recommended was that they have some form of a paid position that maintains continuity over time. And I agreed to work for the chamber for nine hours a week. And before that, the chamber had never funded um, someone to manage an office. Right. And so the, the biggest challenge now with the new business owners is establishing the lines of communication between the different business owners, um, establishing the line of communication between the business owners and the, the chamber um, office, for lack of a better term, or the chamber um, media team, because we have a media team. The media team is funded through the Idaho Travel Council grant mm, okay. that promotes um, tourism for Idaho. And the Idaho Travel Council grant is funded through the bed tax. The state has a 2% bed tax. So all of those bed taxes go into a fund and then they're distributed by regions throughout the state. Okay. And then annually we put in a grant application 
that was another reason why the chamber had approached me is I have experience managing grants and experience with the grant process. So um, yes, the lady that was managing the travel council grant, Bobby Patterson, uh, as it turns out, she used to work at the state level for the Idaho um, uh, State Commerce. And she was involved in the inception of the travel council grant that started in the early 80s. And so she managed that grant activity for the Cascade Chamber for all those years. I mean, that was just her thing. And then she decided to retire and they needed someone else to to pick up the ball and run with it. And so I agreed to do that. So that's the other facet of my role here. Okay. And it seems like, I mean, making the, the chamber there the central point for communication and getting people to know that they're the central point of communication helps out for businesses when they want to get information out about themselves too, correct? Correct. And, you know, the business owners, um, the business owners need to feel readily open to contacting the chamber office in this case, if they need assistance with something. You know, like I say, in years past, there was never any kind of office, there wasn't any kind of a administrative structure for the chamber. Right. Um, and now that that's in place, the, the, for the chamber to better serve the businesses, the businesses need to get engaged to clearly identify their specific needs so that the chamber can come up with a plan to meet those needs. Yeah, I'll give you an example. I had already told you that we've had a lot of new business owners over the last couple of years. And one of the things that came out of that is, boy, it sure would have been nice to have a welcome packet you know, some sort of a basic information packet so that when we were here new in town, we'd have a clue. And so uh, because of that feedback, we're in the process of putting together a welcome packet. Um, So that's one example of how we strive to support the chamber membership. Yeah, and absolutely. When you have the business owners who are communicating with the chamber, the things that they need, and the chamber that can turn around and do those kind of things for them. That's a, a great give and take there. Um, do members get any benefit from recruiting other members? You know, that's not something that had been brought up before. So the initial answer is no, you know, because that doesn't, that opportunity doesn't exist right now, but there's not anything that says it couldn't. Right. It would be a matter of somebody bringing that to the chamber and saying, Hey, you know, what if we incorporated some sort of a perk for bringing new members, you know, in? So there is there is a side of what you're saying that, that the chamber is always looking to hear from, from new ideas yes. and things that they can do. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Um, yeah. Do you think that it's probably a thing that businesses misunderstand how the chamber can be useful to them? It's it's possible. You know, I, I've I've never had a business. Uh, my exposure to the world of chamber of commerce and travel and tourism has been my exposure here in Cascade. So I've learned quite a bit, you know, and that it, 
for when a business owner comes from a different area, they may have a preconceived notion of what it's going to be like here. And unless they communicate that preconceived notion, we're yeah. not going to know. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You know, and so um, that's probably one of the things that I think would help a, a lot of the business owners is if they were able to find the time, you know, as they're getting themselves established to establish a rapport um, and realize, again, the chamber is a volunteer-based entity, right. Right. you know, but that doesn't mean we can't do things and it doesn't mean that we can't grow, um, but it's, it's going to take more than just a couple of people to make that happen. Yeah. And it's best that they contact the chamber so that they know the ways that they can be involved with it. That's the most important thing that they need to hear yes. in this whole thing. You've got a Facebook page. Yes. Yes. So the, the uh, chamber, we have a Facebook page, we have Twitter, we have Instagram, we have some, some exposure on Pinterest. We have a YouTube channel. We have a website. I think that's and about email. all, all of them, right? Yeah. I mean, well, that's and all an email marketing formats. Say again. And you send out an email too. Yes. We do a weekly, what we call a weekly blast. And it's just a, it's just a general short, short and sweet information yeah. um, on things coming, the comings and goings um, and the other opportunities because the chamber office will get information from the small business administration, for example, for programs like when COVID came right. out and there was the payroll protection plan, for example, you know, all of that source information comes to the chamber and then we distributed it out to all of the um, distribution on the chamber membership. You know, it's not, it's not as, I don't have anything to compare it to. You know, I don't have any other chambers to compare our chamber to um, as far as how we can best service the, the business owners until the business owners communicate what they seek. Sure. I, th I think that there's just a lot that once we get the information out, and that's one of the reasons why we're doing this little B2B growth thing is that we want to be able to share uh, what the chamber can do for businesses, even though I know we're spotlighting businesses, but the chamber has a lot to do for businesses as well as what, business can, what businesses can do to help the chamber get the word out as well. We're right. trying to promote is um, camaraderie amongst the businesses yeah. to see how they can um, help each other, uh, promote competition amongst the businesses because competition creates a, a strong business environment. So those are all goals of the, of the chamber. Yeah, I, I will never forget driving up there in January and looking at my car's temperature saying it was negative 21 degrees outside. And I thought, maybe there's something wrong with my temperature. That can't be correct. And it was. Yeah, yeah, it can get cold. But after you're up here for a while, you get used to it. So that's kind of what we moved to Idaho too. So got used to that. 
Awesome. Well, Julie, thank you for your time today. I really appreciate that you sharing with everything that the chamber is doing and uh, just keeping us up to speed on this. And I want to thank anyone who's watching this and tell them that keep watching for the future episodes of B2B Growth. My name is Troy Hooper.